Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jay. Uh, apologies for not putting out any content um, at all uh, since we uh, I came up with this idea to start kind of going my own way. Uh, I do a show with uh, my sister, and unfortunately, you know, we're not able to record as much, and that has a lot to do with me because I'm in graduate school and I go part time and I work full time, and it's hard to really find time to uh, put content available uh, together when. You have so many different academic responsibilities along with professional responsibilities. So unfortunately, uh, there hasn't been any uh, material, but I'm working on something right now. I already have a guest lined up for December. Who, um, it's a classmate of mine. He's going to be graduating in uh, the spring uh, with his master's degree. His name is Joe. Uh, very cool guy. He does uh, folk music, and uh, he's a dungeon master for Dungeons & Dragons, and something that I'm not entirely familiar with. Uh, maybe somebody is... That, that will eventually listen to this show. I'm not sure uh, what to expect. I know that it has a little, all of it has to do with writing things down and rolling dice, and it's all in your imagination, which I think is pretty cool. I think it takes a, a very special person, especially with the, the, the visuals that we have available to us nowadays uh, with uh, cinema that, um, and video games. It's, that's, that's the competition that's really hard to overcome. The fact that people still play these games um, and play these games that are younger than I am. I expect to meet people my age or a little bit older uh, that are into D&D, especially when it was, uh, you know, it was a hot item when I was a kid in the 1980s. I just never got into it because I got into the video game side of it. Uh, it'll be cool to sit down with Joe and talk to him about that and also about his music and the book that he's writing. Um, as far as the political stuff, you know, I haven't paid too much attention to the trial stuff, uh, the impeachment stuff that's been going on with Trump. I don't really care what happens. I think that the entire government should be impeached. I think that they should be put on trial by the people, and if they're found guilty, a uh, short drop and a sudden stop. That's what I think should happen to all of them, so I'm really not too concerned with that. Um, I'm trying to think about any of the things that have been happening um, if anybody's seen The Mandalorian yet, I highly recommend it. If you haven't, that is uh, wonderful thus far. Only one episode. The next episode drops tonight. Um, it was really well done. There's enough mystery, but there's also at the same time enough familiarity with the show that I think any uh, Star Wars fan that started, you know, after I did, which was in the 80s, to the new, the new, uh, the new generation of Star Wars fans, I think you'd be very satisfied with it. Um, it's cool to see the different side of this bounty hunter because you always look at Boba Fett and think, ah, oh, well, you know, that's probably the, um, the gold standard for what we should expect. But he, he's a, the, the Mandalorian that we're seeing right now is very different from what I expected to see. A little bit more dialogue than what I expected to see. More humor than what I expected to see. Uh, I think that fans, both casual and hardcore, should be pretty, uh, they should be pretty satisfied with it. Um, if you have any ideas, if anybody wants to reach out and, uh, get a hold of me and talk about uh, topics, uh, any any topic can go uh, as far as, um, you know, I had an idea about having some people sit down at a round table and talking about the most influential books that we've read in our lives. Um, a lot of people would say that they're big fans of the Bible. I would say that my one of the biggest, uh, the most influential books that I ever read was a piece of fiction, and it was by Kurt Vonnegut. The name of that book was uh, Breakfast of Champions. I have it on audiobook. I also have the physical copy, and I listen to the audiobook at least once or twice a year, probably twice a year. Um, it's 
played such a huge role in my life. Um, another book that I like to, to recommend, um, a lot of people are not big fans of uh, this particular author's fiction. However, it's the book that introduced me into uh, absurdism, and that's The Stranger by Albert Camus. Uh, I, it's a very short read, but it's a tremendous read. It had a massive impact on my life and introduced me, like I said, um, to the philosophy of the absurd. Um, which is a philosophy that I still adhere to, to um, until this very moment. I probably will adhere to, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to give 100%, but I definitely want to say that it's probably what I'm going to stick to for the rest of my life. Uh, tremendous stuff. Um, any sports stuff, anybody wants to talk about anything, martial arts, um, since uh, since we came, I came up with the idea of uh, starting another show, um, UFC, I'm a big fan of um, Stipe Miocic, and he was able to uh, get back his title as the heavyweight champion of the UFC. Uh, it was a great fight against uh, Daniel Cormier, who I had the pleasure of meeting, actually, last year in uh, November. He was in town for a ma uh, one of the biggest wrestling tournaments in the country. He, uh, he's a high school coach uh, for a wrestling team, and uh, he was there with his, uh, the, you know, members of the team, the steakhouse were there and, uh, were at a steakhouse rather. And, uh, I waited till the meal was over. I went over there and shook his hand and it was a very nice guy, very pleasant guy. I can't say that I was rooting for him, but he's a very pleasant man. Um, like I said, any, anybody that, uh, hears this and wants to talk about anything, I'm all for it. Uh, there's a lot to choose from out there in podcasting, but, uh, it's hard to find your niche as far as what you want to talk about. Um, political stuff, economic stuff, uh, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, music, especially. Um, uh, last thing I went to, last uh, concert I went to see, I went to see Ghost, which is a Swedish um, rock band. They've been classified as heavy metal, but they're more rock. They're satanic rock, uh, overtly and openly satanic. Uh, probably one of my favorite bands, right up there with like Metallica and Megadeth. I really enjoy Ghost. Um, lately, I got into collecting records, uh, vinyls, LPs. Uh, I finally got a record player that works, and I replaced. I got a nice needle for it, and I started collecting records. And uh, there, I will say, there's there's a nostalgic element. But I looked up, I forget what the website was that analyzed uh, digital versus analog, and how there is something missing when it's converted from analog to digital. There's a fullness of the sound that's kind of missing. And uh, I got a Metallica album that uh, the first one, Kill 'Em All, it was remastered, and I played. Uh, one song from my phone and then I played the same exact song on my record player. Now granted the speakers, I had a subwoofer for the phone and I had a subwoofer I did almost the same exact audio setup. However, the sound from the record was distinctly different um, distinctly more full and uh, I enjoyed it more and uh, I, I'm glad to see that there's you know a resurgence with the purchase of vinyl and people getting back into vinyl the artwork that came with those albums you know reading the lyrics off of the uh, off of the folder that you get I always thought was a was a nice treat it was uh, when people actually sat down and consumed their culture and took their time with it as opposed to you know having it all digitized and it's kind of like the fast food of music where you're just going through the drive through real quick and just sucking it down just uh you know to get you from point a to point b as opposed to really chewing on it really getting into it looking at the artwork um you know because technically these people are artists and they hired the artists hired artists to create these uh albums with art that came um and I think that that's, uh, I think it's nice that people are finally getting into that. So you can always talk about music on the show. And of course, this is from a revolutionary uh, 
point of view. Everybody, anybody who knows me knows that I am an anarchist. Um, I'm not a big fan of government of all, at all. In fact, I'm, I'm, I don't like the government at all because I find them to be the most evil and corrupt institution on earth. Uh, no matter how good uh, one thinks their government is, they've done terrible things to individuals. But anyway, that's, uh, that's a unique perspective uh, for me. Um, as an individual, but, you know, I'm willing to sit down and listen and talk and, you know, get to know people who have a different perspective. Um, we all think that in our own way that we're right. Um, and I'm sure that uh, people think that I'm wrong and vice versa, but it really doesn't matter as long as we could sit down and talk to each other. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think I'm going to end up winning anyways. Um, people who are educated in public schools for 12 to 13 years are definitely not going to agree with me. It takes a lot of deprogramming. Not that there's anything special about people who finally come to that conclusion about the state, uh, but, you know, it takes a lot of deprogramming because you're conditioned from when you're very young up until you become an adult to be servile to authority, to respect authority, to not question the state and, uh, you know, it, I always, I'm also open to talk to anybody from the various schools of anarchism, from the syndicalist uh, school to communist uh, to so-called capitalist, uh, um, anarcho-feminist, whoever. Um, all ears, I'd like to hear how you got to the to the point that you are. What was the political journey that you took? Uh, the trajectory of your political life, how you got to where you are now. What started you? Was there a particular book? Like for a lot of people who are minarchists. Uh, who believe in the minimal amount of government or libertarians in, that, in the American fashion, not so much in the European or French fashion, which are far left. Uh, but the, um, the libertarians in this country are kind of fall on the right a little bit. I'd like to know if it was Ayn Rand that got them into, um, the, to start thinking about things that got them on the journey to where they are today. Again, there's a lot to do with literature, or maybe it was a film that got you into it. Who knows? But again, I am all ears. I would love to... Uh, meet like-minded people, but also people who don't think exactly the same way I do, and, you know, chop it up and see if we can get somewhere with it, or at least have a better understanding of each other's point of view. Uh, all topics are a go. Um, again, there'll be an email available, the email address available uh, to contact me if anybody wants to chat, uh, come on to the show, but I'm lining up guests, like I said, uh, slowly but surely we're getting this thing together, and next month hopefully pump out a little bit more content. I'm going to have somebody on to talk about Flat Earth. Uh, she was on another show uh, dealing with Flat Earth, and we're going to get into a little bit more, um, not so much the surface, but we're going to talk about how ridiculous the idea is. And um, hopefully we can get some more people on, a uh, gentleman that I know who is a native of New Zealand, who is a, a far leftist. I'd like to get him on and talk to him about things and get his perspective. So. Uh, if you're listening, I appreciate you. Uh, there'll be an email. Drop me a line. Let me know what you think. And uh, I look forward to hearing from anybody who has any ideas or who wants to chat. So I'm signing off. I know it's a short, uh, a short little something, but I had to put something out because uh, it's been far too long of a delay for me to put any content out. So uh, it's appreciated in advance. All right, everybody. Later.